0: Lynn Fraser is going to help your finances get into shape. Financial Fitness with Lynn Fraser on Family Radio CHRI. Good morning
1: and welcome to the Financial Fitness Show with Lynn Fraser. And I'm excited to be in the studio this morning with Kent Bandy from LL Ministries. Welcome back, Kent. It's been a while since you've been here.
0: Thanks, Lynn. It's a real privilege to be with you and appreciate the opportunity to join you this morning.
1: So Kent, um, as always, I ask you to pray and ask you what the Lord puts in your heart. And I I know that when you come, that you come with a fresh word from the Lord and... And you understand very well the connection between our spiritual lives and our financial lives. So this morning, we're going to spend some time talking about that connection, and so that we can give you some tools as to how to move forward in your finances and in your spiritual life. So we look forward to hearing from you this morning. It is a call-in show, and so the phone number here is 613-247-1886. We look forward to your comments and your questions this morning. If you want to email, you can send an email to financialfitness at chri.ca, and we'll look forward to hearing from you this morning. So Kent, um, I know that the Lord has put a rich word in your heart this morning, and so let's talk about that and the connection between finances and your spiritual life.
0: Well, thanks, Lynn. I think um, it's unsettling for many of us when, when somebody probes into our financial world. I don't know if there's as many or... It's something that we protect. You know, it's almost like if, if pastors and teachers tread into the area of finances, they do so with fear and, and trepidation for some reason. And and you wonder, sure. why are we so protective over this area? And yet the the Gospels and our Lord Jesus, he addressed very directly finances and stewardship because of the issue of love. He said, the greatest commandment is love the Lord with God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. We know that one. We teach it. If that's true, then he has to address finances.
1: How come, because what? that's the how number one
0: think? contender for love for love absolutely so so God has to talk to me about my finances because that's the thing most likely to nudge him out of first place
1: so why is i mean so so how do we see that manifested here now in our lives?
0: um well, we have to be careful because there's people listening and what we say this morning. But <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I think the the, the reality is there's lots of things that we love, and there's lots of things that we grow to love. Mm. And when God asks us, will you follow me here, or will you do this, or will you respond to me this way, sometimes those things, if they've grown to a place of love, they get in the way. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. God can say, I want you to go do this, and we say, but what about the money, or but what about the house? And those are legitimate questions, but when the questions become idols, the, the answers are already no, because those things become more important than his voice. So he has to come close to our hearts and constantly draw us back into the place where he's our number one love, and all this stuff is two, three, four, and, and down in proper priority.
1: So you mentioned a scripture this morning, yeah. That I just loved, and and you know I, I have read the Bible, and I don't think I've I've come across this one before.
0: <laughs> okay, well let's just be clear, I've read it too. But when God brings something close to, it, it's like He takes the stuff we know, and He just He puts His life into it. We believe that the Bible's alive, and so when He speaks, it's like wow, I haven't seen that before. And what He's been talking to me and our team about lately is uh, from Jeremiah two verse two he says, I remember the devotion of your youth, how as a bride you loved me and followed me through the desert, through a land not sown. Israel was holy to the Lord, the first fruits of his harvest, and all who devoured her were held guilty, and disaster overtook them, declares the Lord. That's actually two and three. Wow. So you can ask a lot of questions about this. And it's very clear through scriptures that God compares or, or uses the metaphor of marriage to describe our relationship with him. And so you can ask, what woman in her right mind follows a man through a desert through a land not yet sown?
1: A woman in love.
0: A woman in love. She's loopy. She's lost her mind. Yeah. Can we say that? Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Exactly. yeah, you can. Okay, exactly. Right. <laughs> and Right. So she's, she's following him through the desert, not because the desert has appeal, but because she's lost in love over this guy and that's what makes her holy. It's the purity of her love, not the perfection of her performance.
1: Yeah, it doesn't matter how well she walks no. through. It doesn't matter how fast or how no. slow or, or what other things she does along the way. It just is that she's going. Right. And she's going with a heart full of love. Absolutely. And wherever he would lead, she would follow.
0: Right. So he's going to be jealous over her heart, yeah. if anything else creeps into his space, so to speak, or where she loves him. If she starts to love other cho- stuff, like imagine in this woman's life that dark, dark chocolate becomes as big a love as her husband. That yeah. may sound ridiculous. Unless, uh,
1: yeah. Like unless you're carrying dark chocolate, I'm not following you. That would that would not be that would be a problem.
0: Obviously, but you know, there's when. When that woman, when they go through the desert, they don't have a home, but if they settle somewhere and they get a home, she might begin to put that very home more important or a higher place than him, Mm -hmm. or if they get a savings, Mm -hmm. or if they get a mortgage and they got to pay on that home, or if Mm -hmm. they get two cars. Or they get two or three kids. uh, Two or three kids. Mm -hmm. And a mama's heart is always tender for her kids. It's supposed Mm -hmm. to be, Mm -hmm. but they're not actually supposed to be first. The Lord's supposed to be first. Mm-hmm. And it's keeping him first that keeps us holy, not the perfection of our performance. Uh, I, don't, I don't have the corner of the market on that, but I know God's speaking to me about it.
1: So in that place, right? So he said that, um, that basically I hear that he protects her as well in the latter part because anything that comes against her, like he's going... He's taken it out.
0: <laughs> oh, oh yeah, like this is it's a beautiful picture because she loves him like that, he's going to deal with anything that comes anywhere near her.
1: So anything that that has a potential to harm her or like her provision and her protection are sound, yep. secure, safe. She doesn't have to worry about a thing cuz he's got
0: it. Yeah, it's almost a picture that God is ferociously defensive over his bride.
1: Mm. That's beautiful.
0: It it is. It really is. I wish I wish well, you and I and other people that are listening this morning, I wish we had that kind of security. Mm. do you know what I mean? Like the confidence that he's ferociously defensive over us?
1: Mm.
0: When we love him like that.
1: So so what we're saying then is that when we see our finances out of order. Oh, okay. If if then if our finances are out of order, then our Love is out of order.
0: Yeah, I think you can say that, but you care. really have to drill down into it. Uh, when our finances get out of order, obviously there's a there's a lot of reasons, but the the Lord who loves us constantly addresses finances in our life to keep the priority of his love in number one spot. When our finances are out of order, it's usually a manifestation of our own brokenness. Mm. And it's... Because those things help us make help us feel safe, there's all kinds of things that give us an artificial sense of safety, where it's supposed to be that ferocious protection. And of course, this is the time where in a conversation, somebody says, but there was this occasion and God didn't protect me. But there was this occasion and God didn't protect me. And that becomes an excuse to not trust him. And And most of us, unfortunately, have trust issues. But at the root of many, most, I would say, a lot of our financial decisions are coming out of that place of there's other loves, and we're looking to fill that place where love should fill, mm. and God then is jealous over our hearts, and he's trying to draw us back so that he's our first love, and those other things come into a second priority or third or fourth. Wow. There's a lot That's we could profound. unpack there, I know. Oh, I
1: know. It is profound. If you're listening this morning and you have any questions, we'd love to hear from you. I want to hear any comments or questions like what keeps you away from your relationship with God and honoring his word or, um, including financial responsibility. And so if you're open to sharing with us this morning or ask questions, we'd love to hear from you. The phone number is 613-247-1886. We're happy to answer your questions this morning. Wow. Kent. So, um, the other loves are distractions Right? It can be, yeah right, so out of our brokenness, we're trying to fill a hole in our heart that that love should fill the God that that that's God that's reserved for god's space that's mm-hmm. his space it's meant to be his space we're wired to have that hole in our heart that only he can fill, so what do we do about that?
0: Well, I think the first step to healing is always coming into reality, like you got to see it, and sometimes that's really painful, sometimes painful things happen so that we can see it. Mm. Um, I have to see it. I've had to look at my own life and my own finances and where I'm filling the hole and all that kind of stuff. But I think the call of God is once we, when we do fall in love with him or those moments when we have been in love with him as our number one first love, we actually see that the stuff that we try and get, we try and get for him rather than get for ourselves. That's the shift, see. When he's our number one love, now we're we're just captured by this love and we We work hard to free up and invest as much as we can in the kingdom.
1: So invest financially, invest ourselves, both.
0: Absolutely. I mean, I don't think, uh, I don't know how you invest in the kingdom without investing financially. There's lots of things that we give, but because our finances are part of who we are, that's one of the ways that, and this is not just a pitch for for funds, but we, we give to what we love. Sacrifice is what you do when you love somebody. Parents sacrifice for their children because they love them, mm. right? It's the outworking of love. And so when God's our number one love, rather than get those things for ourselves or even getting freed up financially for ourselves, we're actually trying to get freed up for the kingdom. We're trying to res- release ourselves, release other people, and then release resources and time and maybe even uh, other physical things, so that it can be used for God's kingdom. Because we're captured by his love. Not by religion, by his love.
1: So that is that speaks to why giving is so important, right? It, you know, that's. I see things from two perspectives. Go ahead. One is that when... When someone's financial life is out of order, I always, I've often said that finances is a magnifying glass to the heart. It is right. Mm-hmm. So you can you can look at someone's checkbook, or you can look at their financial picture, and you can um, and you can and see that it it shines a big light over the heart. Show and it can show what's in the heart. But it's also true you can look at the heart with a magnifying glass, and you're going to know what's happening in the finances. It goes both ways. It's true. And so. The freedom to give <clears throat> when we love and desire to give and sacrifice out of that love, I believe it brings greater freedom, right I think that's why it's so important to give, even if you don't feel like it initially, if you start giving that the lord will you'll use that as an opening to 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 show you to show you and to free you to give more. Not because he wants your stuff. <laughs> Not because he needs your stuff, but because he wants your heart.
0: Well, I could tell you a little story that will re- remain nameless and faceless, but I was speaking to a group of men and I asked the guys, uh, I said, what if uh, five of you decided that you were going to sit down in somebody's living room and each one of you were going to take $10,000 this year out of your family budget? Now, don't let your imagination think that these guys were each making one hundred and twenty grand a year because they weren't. Okay. Um, I'm talking that it was probably 15%, 20% of their f- complete budget, at, at least. And I said, what would what would happen if, if you actually were able to lead your whole family, you and your wife and all of your children? You sacrifice to free up that $10,000. Um, you might scale back a car. You might get rid of, you know, God forbid, you might even reduce your, your internet subscription, whatever. Um, and you work all year to free up that $10,000, you sacrifice for it. And there's actually four other families and you sit together and you say, Father, what is this for? You You set aside your own personal projects, you set aside your own even personal charities that you may be involved in, set aside all that stuff and say, Lord, you get to call where this money goes and we're gonna ask that you confirm it and that you lead us again and again and again so that we know that we know that we know that we're investing in your kingdom. And at the end of a year, maybe it takes 14 months or 16 months, who knows, and at the end of the year, you've heard the voice of God. Not only have you sacrificed to make this happen, but you've heard the voice of God, and now you're, gonna, you're going to take action. Maybe you're getting on an airplane, you're going to go find this lady. You don't know this lady, but you've somehow God has brought her po- across your path, and she's starting a brothel for girls coming out of human trafficking. We, there's lots of, of different moves like that happening today, and they're needed, but you're going to this lady because the Lord led you there. And you're investing with her because the Lord told you to. And and I'm talking to these guys, and you can see the life coming into their eyes. And it's, it was really exciting. And I was maybe easy for me to be that provocative. And I didn't just say, go do it. I said, can you feel that your spirit thrives on following the leading of the Lord? And that sacrifice for his kingdom— actually f- nourishes and flourishes something within you. I said, don't believe the lie that everything you get is for you. Because there's a lot of life in investing in God's kingdom. Not just for the thrill, though. The love's got to be first. And then the love helps you start to ask those questions.
1: That's awesome. As you're telling that story, my spirit's jumping. I'm I, going, okay, I, w-
0: I want to be part of this But group. it's crazy to think this. about. It's crazy to think about.
1: Yeah. But how awesome, right? I mean, that is an indicator. We're all wired like that. We're wired to, to, like, there's so much, just even in that simple exercise, if that's what you want to call it, or project, um, because it's, it's it's it speaks to our spirits. It mm-hmm. speaks to our hearts. It speaks to our desire for, for more of the Lord. It's, it speaks to our desire to, to be in community and to lead our family and to do something significant. We're just des- mm-hmm. we're, we we're designed to do something significant for the Lord and with the Lord. Right. That's so cool. Ha.
0: My my bias there Lynn, is I think people aren't just craving more stuff. No, I think not. they're craving to see God move. Yeah. And I think they're craving to hear his voice.
1: That's awesome.
0: Well, well and,
1: and, and it's possible. I mean, absolutely. it's possible. Mm-hmm. It's possible. And that's, I mean, that's, that's what we're here for. That's what you're here for is to lead people to that place where they can step into that for themselves. That's what you do at LL. That's what you're all about.
0: Well, it is our bias, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. But when you see people actually get free or even take a few steps toward freedom, boy, it is the most rewarding thing. It is the, the most rewarding thing to see God work in somebody's life like that.
1: That's awesome. We have some questions. Kent. Great. Um, so um, the question, an email question came in. How can I sacrifice and invest in others so that I see the impact and feel the love? Simply tithing doesn't do it for me hmm. and I feel disconnected from that financial contribution. Well, that's a big question, Kent. It's a great <laughs>
0: question. Uh, it probably has more than one name on it when you think how many people feel this way. Yeah, true. Uh If we introduce anything mechanical at this point, or dare I say religious, I don't think it will meet the need. It literally is the leading of God's Spirit. And so for this person, great question. Thank you for asking it. What if you just start to pray, and forgive me if you've already been down this road, but what if you started to just say, Lord, show me. Show me. Show me a need. Show me an outlet. Show me even how to see it in my own finances. How do I free up more for you? And because what you need is not just an outlet or just the finances, you need the leading of the Lord. Yeah. When you hear His Spirit uh, it tugging at your heart, then you'll start to get excited and be able to make it happen because you do love Him. It's the lack of hearing His voice and the lack of the leading of the Spirit that often we shrink back into kind of normal living. So I think my my counsel would be first start asking Him questions. What would you add to that, Lynn?
1: Um, I think I think that's just. That's it. It is the craving to hear his voice. To, mm-hmm. You know, it's, uh, and, I th- and I think he's always speaking to us. He's always speaking to us, but we need to be intentional and be ready to hear. So it sounds to me like the person that sent that email is in that place. He's already knocking at the door, mm-hmm. <laughs> or yeah. they wouldn't be asking the question. That's he's right. knocking at the door and saying, I'm, I'm ready, so still yourself and And open your heart and i uh, i'm I'm going to tell you what's next mm-hmm. um you know I'm often asked questions about tithing, and um i I'm a believer in tithing absolutely um, but I'm also a believer in asking not doing it mechanically right because uh it can, it, because it's coming out of the wrong place. He, he wants you to, to give out love. And so you can only know what that looks like if you're in communion and asking him.
0: Mm-hmm. And I think if people, we sometimes feel it's selfish that people want to see their investment working for God's kingdom, but that's in a sense why they're doing it. And we've got to be careful. It's a fine line. But if we can, you know, those of us in the Lord's work or stewarding resources, if we can help people see what that investment does, then they're going to get charged over, oh, that's actually making a difference. See, when it doesn't make a difference, it doesn't seem to make a difference, it, it, I don't get excited about it.
1: Yeah. So I'm curious this morning. I'd like to hear from you. If you have had a time where you really felt the Lord knocking at the door of your heart and prompting you to give that's caused some excitement in your life. We'd like to hear about it. The phone Mm -hmm. number here is 613-247-1886. Where have you felt prompted to give and you saw God move and encourage you in that? So, That's awesome. So we have another question. Um, So I hear his spirit. Tugging at my heart. So this has come through email as well. Good. I hear his spirit hu- tugging at my heart, but my family often doesn't hear the same thing. How do I help them to hear better?
0: Well, this is uh, this is another normal normal question and, <laughs> yes. and common one. I think that uh, sometimes waiting on the Lord and saying, Lord, you've got to speak to my family. This is very common with husbands and wives, where he hears them and she doesn't, so to speak, or she hears and he doesn't, and the issue is a timing. And to submit this to one another in the family, in a marriage or in a family, is tough and say, I will wait until you hear him too, or I will wait for confirmation. And sometimes the best confirmation you get is where somebody says, you know what, I release you to go do this, or... You know, I agree, and in a sense, they, they consent to it. But often what we find is when we encourage people to wait, that God is very capable of speaking to those other people. I mean, if he used dreams and visions and all the things we, we read in the Bible and we share through testimony with each other, God is no stranger to revelation. Mm-hmm. He can dump a revelation into your family's heart, and sometimes your job is he's given it to you. It's time to pray, and it's time to wait. And and let them get on board. And if they're not coming board, then ask the Lord to move on their hearts so that they'll release you.
1: It comes back to trust, doesn't
0: it? Yeah, there's a lot of trust. And waiting is one of the hardest things God's asked us to do. It's not the giving. You know, giving's tough, but waiting is tough too. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. Good answer. Okay. It's n- next question. Um. Another email question. If I were honest with myself, I hear God calling me to give, but I simply struggle with denying myself of all the material possessions I desire.
0: Okay, welcome to normal living. <laughs> yeah, uh, Nothing normal about our God, but welcome to being normal. But the, uh, this is true. The thing is, if, if you and I, because I feel what you're saying, If we actually say, okay, I'm going to put God first, and I'm going to give where he's calling me to first, Mm. then my material needs, and my material wants, I guess, are he's on the hook for those. Mm. And he actually said, I'll be on the hook for those. So so now the thing is just trust. (laughs) Yeah, those two words roll off my lips easily. Just trust. That's all all just a little thing. But honestly, um, it, try putting him first. Experiment with it. As, as much as that sounds daring, try putting him first. If it's 100 bucks, you go to Costco, spend the 100 bucks. Then next month, spend the 100 bucks where God tells you, and tell me which one you get more thrill out of.
1: Huh.
0: I already know the answer. There's
1: no buyer's remorse when you give it to God.
0: Well, this is the thing, because we are spirit, soul, and body, and our spirits thrive off doing the work of the Lord.
1: He wired us that way. We're created in His image. Yeah. He designed us specifically to have this giving gene that, that that causes us to be thrilled when we do. Right. For lots of reasons, but yeah. That's cool. That's a great answer.
0: So I think the trap we, we, we all slip into at some point is when God gives us something, whether it's um, something material or money, we automatically assume it's for us. That's normal in our culture. This is maybe yeah. the curse of Western culture, but when love captivates our hearts, we're more free. We're more compelled to say, "Lord, why did you give me this? What's it for? Who's it for?" Yeah,
1: yeah. and thank you, it's Lord different. for thank you, Lord for giving it to me. Absolutely, thank you for giving it to me, and thank you for giving me so much and trusting mm-hmm. me with this. And I can't wait to do whatever it is you call me to do. Wow, yeah, this, that's that's an awesome place to live. I know that when I um, when I go on the mission field, that because it's a time set apart to serve and nothing more, right, where there's no, it tends to be less self, mm. less day-to-day distractions, less self, the greatest thrill is serving and and stopping and waiting and listening and moving in that place. We can live like that every day, but it just takes some work.
0: But you sacrifice to get there, don't you? Yeah, I do. Like it costs you something, doesn't it?
1: Yeah, but I enjoy it. Exactly. I enjoy it immensely. It is my greatest thrill is to go on the mission field. I love it.
0: Yeah, I actually would say, Lynn, if it didn't cost you something, you wouldn't enjoy it as much.
1: Yeah, that's a true story. Wow, our time is pretty much at an end, and we we always close in prayer, and we want to take time to do that. Kent, I'm so thrilled that you have come this morning. You've Mm. got a profound message that you always bring, a profound message from the Lord. And I know that you're faithful to ask Him Mm. what it is He wants to deliver. And so I just ask that you'll come back.
0: I would be honored to. Thank you, Lynn. So
1: thank you. Wow. So uh, if you have any questions for More Than Enough, you can call us at 613-520-4157. you have any questions for Kent or LL Ministries, you can find them at online at LL Ministries, right? Yes,
0: www.llministries.org or you can call us at 613-273-8700.
1: Awesome. Wow, well, so let's pray. So Father, I just thank you for your word and mm-hmm. your truth and your love that abounds. Lord, I know that you desire that we love you. <laughs> You've wired us to love you and uh, and you are capable of of providing that love. It comes it it comes both ways, and so, Lord, for everyone everyone listening, I pray Father, for an open heart. Yes. I pray Father, that you will um, that you will pour out your love on each one and that they will get a glimpse, just a glimpse of you and what you have in store, so that they are all drawn closer, that they move closer to you. Mm-hmm. I thank you for your faithfulness in doing that, and I thank you that your love abounds because you are love. I thank you, Lord, in Jesus name. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. Wow. Well, we will be net back next week. And uh, I look forward to spending time with you again and have an amazing day filled with hope for day and freedom for tomorrow. God bless.